0: Roasted tomatoes add so much more tomato flavor to any recipe you prepare that calls for tomatoes. You can put it in pasta sauce, whole tomatoes, or diced tomatoes. It's an easy way to preserve the harvest for use throughout the year, either canned or frozen. Now, to preserve the most flavor, you need to roast them at a low temperature for a long period of time. Now, my wife Jeannie is here, and we have a convection oven. And the convection oven, our convection oven, uh, gets down to a pretty low temperature, doesn't it?
1: It's down to about 300 degrees. And that's where you want
0: to roast tomatoes for a rather long period of time. All right. Now, you hauled all the tomatoes up to the kitchen. You literally had the buckets full of tomatoes. And what's nice, I mean, what made it a little bit easier for you is the fact that we were using cherry tomatoes and they didn't have to be peeled.
1: Correct. I wouldn't use cherry tomatoes if I had to peel them.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. But uh, even with uh, larger tomatoes, you don't have to peel them either, do you, when you roast tomatoes? Correct. It's wonderful. All right. And you're doing this on cookie sheets. Is that right? Yes. And you put down parchment paper on it? Yes. All right. Now, how thick do you slice the tomatoes? Cherry tomatoes, I guess you'd only, what, cut them in half?
1: You try to cut the cherry tomatoes in half and your other larger tomatoes about a quarter of an inch inch thick, approximately.
0: And any sort of preparation when you lay them out on the cookie sheet?
1: I just try to get as many as I can on one sheet to minimize how long I have to cook items.
0: Are they in a single layer? Yes. Okay. And then do you do any preparation as far as... Anything else you add to that?
1: If we have fresh basil in the garden, I will go collect some of that, chop it up, and add it to the mix. And if you have a, your favorite herb, you can certainly add it to the mix.
0: Do you use any olive oil?
1: Well, olive oil goes on at the end, and you drizzle that on, and.
0: Well, at the end? At the end of the cooking process?
1: No, at the beginning,
0: okay. before you start cooking. All right, so you as before you stick it in the oven, you put at least olive oil on it and then what other whatever herbs you would like. Correct. All right. How long do you do you cook that tray of tomatoes?
1: I have discovered with our convection oven with cherry tomatoes, it's about 45 minutes before I switch trays. On the other, on the larger tomatoes, it's about an hour before I switch trays.
0: What do you mean by switching trays? So when
1: I switch trays, um, we have two trays in our oven. And at the halfway mark, I move the top sheet down to the bottom sheet and the bottom sheet up to the top sheet and then cook for another hour if it's the larger tomatoes or 45 minutes if it's the smaller tomatoes.
0: So it's uh, 45 and 45 or 90 and 90 minutes if they're the larger tomatoes?
1: Um, The larger tomatoes normally be an hour. When I'm Mm. doing the second round, I always cut the time a little lower and give it a check. And if I have to go 10 more minutes, I can, but I don't want to burn them.
0: Okay, so total time in the oven then for those two trays is what, uh, an hour and a half to two hours? Yes, Okay, now what is what do the tomatoes look like when they're done?
1: They've shrunk up a wee bit. They still have a little bit of moisture. They're not dried. Yeah, they're they, kind of wet. They're they're still wet.
0: And the whole house absurd. the whole house smells like tomatoes. Yes. Yeah. It's not a bad smell. No. No. Okay. Now, what do you do with them? See, that's the beauty of this of preserving these tomatoes is you've got choices now. What you can do with this big batch of roasted tomatoes by the way it was very impressive to what a small amount it actually comes out to be how many trays did you do sunday
1: i believe we did about eight to ten trays i didn't count and those eight to ten trays ended up we filled a one gallon freezer bag
0: A one gallon freezer bag after eight to ten trays Hour and a half to two hours per two trays, four times two. Eight hours you spent in the kitchen.
1: Well, the oven was going for eight hours. Yes. All right. Now, the beauty of this particular process that I like is I'm not forced into canning right now. I can freeze my tomatoes throughout the year. And then at the end of the year after I'm all done, I can then do a massive canning batch.
0: And how would you start that? You've got this big lump of bag of frozen roasted tomatoes. How would you prepare them for canning?
1: Defrost and then decide what recipes we're going to do, or whether we're going to make a pasta sauce, we're going to make soup, we're going to just dice and can. So we need to make a decision what we're going to cook.
0: All right. Do you have to process those tomatoes any further? Do you put them through a food processor?
1: I'll run them through the Cuisinart, the, the food processor.
0: Okay. With the big blade
1: yeah yes
0: and and as you said then we can make pasta sauce uh, or can it for soup and it it, would be an easy soup wouldn't it because uh, when you're ready to grab a a jar of that on a cold winter day the only thing you'd need to add is uh, what water or milk
1: if we have it some cream but milk would work but cream makes it really yummy
0: All right. And that's tomato soup. And, of course, pasta sauce. We go through a lot of pasta sauce. So at the end of the season, you can mix those roasted tomatoes with uh, other things from the garden, like peppers, garlic, and onions. Yes. And basil.
1: You can add more basil if you need it.
0: Okay. Anything else?
1: Yes. If you are going to do your large tomatoes, your preparation needs to include coring that tomato, whereas the cherries, it's just taking off the little green top and you're ready to go
0: coring tomato, the, the core, there's sort of like that hard center, and that's fairly easy to take out, isn't it?
1: Sure, just with a small paring knife.
0: Which tomatoes do you choose to use?
1: You know, we're doing a process to provide our family with really high quality future sauces, soups, etc. Um, use the best fruit you have. Don't use really damaged fruit or cut off the damaged portion, and you get you start with good quality, you end up with good quality.
0: All right. So nothing that's overripe and, and nothing that's still a little too green. Correct. Anything more you want to add?
1: I, I'm good. Okay. You're
0: good, good. Well, thank you very much for your efforts in this behalf. You're welcome, hon. Thank you. <laughs>